Sister Camille McKenzie is a powerful woman of God who was anointed and appointed to execute the spiritual mandate. You must win! She operates in the five-fold ministry to bring deliverance by the power of the Holy Ghost to a lost world. But I come to prophesy to somebody and let you know that Jehovah has the final say. This is your breakthrough hour. Here is Pastor Camille Sophia. I thank you for the word. I thank you for the anointing that makes preaching easy. Lord, I pray that this word will not return void. But God, there will be an accomplishment in this house. And even for those who are online. Father, send your blessing. Send your anointing now. We thank you for what you're about to do in this church at this time. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Give your neighbor my sermon title. If you came in after the welcome, we welcome you. As you're sitting, you can give your neighbor my sermon title. The Undefeated Kingdom. Come on. Turn to somebody and preach. Turn to somebody else and preach. Say, I'm undefeated. Come on. By way of homiletics, I have three points. What do you think about Jesus? Point number two, your opinion about Jesus matters. Point number three, use your power. By way of homiletics and by way of introduction, the church of Jesus Christ is one of the most important institutions in the universe. The church known as the Ecclesia is not only important, but it serves a vital purpose in the earth realm. It's not just a place where a body of believers assembly, but it, it is the invisible and universal church united in Christ. Everyone in the invisible universal church is a true believer, but such is not necessarily the case with the visible and the local churches. It said that after the crucifixion, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. His followers went forth according to his mandate to preach the gospel and develop facilities for those who were converted. The physical buildings facilitate the fellowship, worship, and ministry of God's people. However, it's not the church. Quintessentially, the church consists of God's people and it is the assembly of believers in Jesus Christ whose foundation is Jesus Christ himself. Upon this premise we can be resolved to know that the church is undefeated because the foundation is eternally sustainable based on its supernatural Structure. Allow me to give you a brief synopsis of the book of Matthew. You see, Peter's confession is introduced to us at a very pivotal point in the text. In the preceding chapters, Matthew introduced the following. He introduced the genealogy of Jesus. The birth of Jesus, the introduction and ministry of John the Baptist, the cleansing of the leper, the healing of the Sabbath, various parables, uh, for example, the parable of the sower, the wedding garment and the lost coin. He introduced to us John being beheaded, 
And there's the feeding of the 5,000 and Jesus walking on the water. But now we are brought to the apex of the message in Matthew 16. The Bible said upon approaching the region of Caesarea Philippi. He asked the disciples the question. Who do men say that I the son of man am? You see Jesus has been working many miracles in the region. And he has been amongst them long enough. So he wanted to know if they knew who he was. You see, we, we can be in the presence of Jesus and still not know who he is. It is 2,000 years later and the Muslims still believe that he is only a prophet. Jews believe that he was a religious man. The Jehovah Witnesses believe that he's a son of God, but they don't believe that he is God. Yes, for some it's just a prophet, prophet and for some he's just a good person. And some are still waiting on the Messiah. But I, if I could implore you today, that your perception of Jesus will determine your fate. Your perception of Jesus is very important to your fate. Your perception of Jesus will determine the depth of your Christian walk. Your perception of Jesus will determine your eternal state. Jesus was about to reveal himself to them. But he wanted to express the mistaken views which were widespread concerning his office. And so he wanted to put this momentous inquiry. He is at Caesarea Philippi, a very symbolic and historical place. It's at Caesarea Philippi, you find that the Jordan now flows into the other seas. It's at Caesarea Philippi, you find that it is a paganistic place where they worship the god Pan. Pan is half man and he's half goat. It's a commercial center. It's a very busy place. And Jesus now know that his time is about to come. And so he wanted to find out how they view him. And he says, who do men say that I, the son of man, am? Yes, quim decomemis esse filium hominis in the Vulgate. Jesus wanted to know if they really knew who he was. He wanted to know if they really knew about him. Yes, Yahweh Ministries, do you really know Jesus? Do you know about Jesus? Yes, yes, yes. For their answer to their question will determine how they view Jesus. Oh, good God of grace. You see, you can be in the midst of people. You can be around people and they still don't know who you are. You can be among family members and they still don't know who you are. You can have a best friend and they still don't know who you are. People can eat with you. They can drink with you and they still don't know who you are. You can pastor people who still don't know who you are because people yes will have their own perceptive of you in their own way. Oh good God of grace. But I didn't come to ask you about people. I come to ask 
you Yahweh ministries do you know Jesus for yourself do you know who Jesus is when you're faced with your trauma when you're faced with your difficulties when you are at a place of low debar do you know who Jesus is or do you know Jesus through the lens of your friends through the lens of your pastor or do you know Jesus for yourself what do you think about Jesus as you sit in the pure as you sit and listen to this message examine your heart ask yourself the question do I really know do I really know who Jesus is so Jesus wasn't just asking a rhetorical question he needed an answer so some say that he's John the Baptist some say he's Elijah some say he's Jeremiah the prophet they equate him to John the Baptist because when John the Baptist came and the Baptist came preaching fire and glory it is John the Baptist when Jesus saw him he says behold the Lamb of God who taketh away the sins of the world uh, can we can we dismiss walking please can the ushers keep this uh, this environment strict please oh good God of grace don't move stay in your seat yes then some say he's Elijah Elijah is Elias and it said that Elijah must come back yes 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 is Elijah we see coming back in Revelation to perform miracles oh but he was not Elijah and then they say some say he's Jeremiah yes yes the prophet antiquity revived but he was not Jeremiah yes 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 you see they they, they kinda was on the right track but they were they didn't get it they did not get it right yeah 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 because you see yes these prophets they did a lot of miracles Elijah called fire out of heaven Elijah shut up heaven and Elijah opened heaven when Elijah speak to the heaven he said it should not rain for seven years and for, for three and a half years rather and it did not rain but then when he speak again the heaven opened and gave rain oh good God of grace yeah 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 they, they, they perform miracles yes signs and wonders follow them oh good God of grace yes but you see they needed to understand that they cannot still function thinking in according to the law because God has ushered them into a new season God had ushered them into a new era God had ushered them into a new epoch and you can't be living in the past you can't be living in the law when grace has come you can't stay in the law when grace show up so Jesus wanted to make sure they get an understanding that he come to shift he come to shift he come to create a paradigm shift and though they still have a thinking in the law they got a thinking in the past Jesus said no 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 you got to get it right because I'm not Jeremiah I'm not Elijah I'm not Moses I'm not John the Baptist yes I'm not a man as you think I'm a man for the greater than Jeremiah is in your presence a greater than Moses is in your presence a greater than John the Baptist is in your presence because no matter what these men have done there's something that they can't do they cannot deliver you from sin they cannot 
sanctify you. So he said, I'm Jesus. I am different. I work miracle. Signs follow me. Wonders follow me. But it gets deeper. It gets greater. It's had more depth. It got more substance for a greater. Somebody say greater. A greater. A greater than the antiquities is in your midst. But Jesus needed them to know that he is a propitiator, sanctifier, redeemer, deliverer, savior. Jesus wanted them to know that he has ultimate authority over the entire universe over the kingdom of darkness Jesus wanted them to know that his blood is different from their blood but their blood cannot wash away sins what can wash away my sins nothing but the blood of Jesus what can make me whole again nothing but the blood of Jesus the blood the blood is the remedy the blood the blood demons tremble at the blood Satan can come under the blood for the blood has power the blood it gives me strength from day to day it will never lose its power I'm talking about Jesus the Messiah Jesus Jesus Yeshua that's who I'm talking about he said yes you gotta shift 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 your perception your understanding your thinking faculty you gotta shift it So he wanted them to know that it is the Messiah, the Messiah, the Messiah. What does that mean? The anointed one. It, it refers to Jesus's role as a spiritual deliverer, setting us free from sin and death. It's only the, the, the redemptive power through the Messiah that can give you and I eternal life. So that he wanted them to understand his ultimate purpose. What he came into the earth to do. But he said, okay, I hear what you, they have to say. Because they didn't understand what was going on. But they have not been with Jesus. But he said to them, who do y'all, if you do the Greek, y'all, say that I, the son of man, am. You see, they have been with Jesus. They saw the miracles. They saw Jesus walking on the water. The mute man spoke. They saw him cleansing the leper. They saw Peter's mother-in-law healed, raised from the dead. They saw blind eyes receive sight and deaf ears receive hearing they saw how he walked on the water and raised Lazarus from the dead they, you see they have a relationship with him and this relationship 
was questioned. He was testing them. Jesus was about to start the church. And he had to know if they understand who he is. Because you cannot start church and you don't know truth. If they're going to be the church, they got to know who Jesus is. The problem we face in Christendom is that we don't know. Some of us don't know who Jesus is. If you know Jesus, no one has to pump you. No one force you to fast and to pray. No one forces you to come to church on a Sunday. No one forces you to tithe. Because you know who Jesus is. So now he asked the question and Simon Peter answered and said, you are the Christ. The son of the living God. Because you see, Peter knew that Jesus existed before the foundation of the earth. He knew that he was Emmanuel, God with us. He knew that he was the son of the living God. He knew that he was the fulfillment of John 1, 1, where he says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believed in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. He knew that he was the light of the world. He knew that he was perfect God, perfect man, son of God, and son of man. He knew that he was more than a man. He knew that he was a conqueror. He knew that he was a deliverer. He knew that he was the rock of ages. He knew that he was mighty. He knew that Jesus was powerful. He understood that he was the resurrection. He understood that he was the life. You said the Holy Ghost did not want Peter to mess it up. So the Holy Ghost intercepted. The Holy Ghost came upon Peter and speak through Peter. And Peter was not speaking of himself. But Peter now was speaking by way of the Holy Ghost. For Jesus know that this is a very powerful, oh good God of grace answer that is needed in the earth. And words are power and words are life. So the Holy Ghost come upon Peter. Oh, and begin to speak through Peter and say, Peter, it's time for the announcement for that which Peter was about to say is now going to shook the earth. It's going to shake up the kingdom of darkness. It's going to wreck a shade. Something is going to move in the atmosphere, in the stratosphere, in the hemisphere. Something is about to move in the earth. And so God impressed it upon Peter and said, Peter, you gotta say you are the Christ, the Son of the living God. Yes, Peter, you got the word for the revelation. You got the word for the world. For the world has been in darkness. The world has been going through a defeat all this time. But you got to make an announcement 
into the kingdom, you gotta make an announcement and let them know Jesus, Jesus, Jesus is here. The King of Kings is here. The Lord of Lord is here. The conquering lion from the tribe of Judah is here. The ever living, ever faithful is here. He transcends time. He's bigger than walking on the water. He is the Alpha, the Omega, the beginning and the end. There's nothing in the earth that can contain with Jesus. He wanted the entire world to know that is a shift, a shift coming to mankind yeah this is not just son of man he's son of God as a matter of fact God himself is God that says it's time for redemption so he decided to step in the earth and fix up some things make some correction and begin to step in the earth to shut down the kingdom of darkness for the kingdom suffer violence but the violence must take it by force Jesus step in the earth and said yes they don't understand who step in the earth the Pharisees didn't understand the Sadducees didn't understand but he said I come by I come by to let the earth know yeah it's deliverance time it's redemption time it's turning around time I come by to tell somebody that Jesus is gonna step into your life he's gonna step into your situation he's gonna step into what you're going through he's coming for you he's coming for you but because he's Jesus Satan can't do a thing about it I said he can't he can't stop it Jesus wanted them to know that he is unstoppable undefeated undeniable yeah that's why when he went into the region of the gatherings the demon says have you come to torment us before our time for even the demons know that they got to bow they got to bow the king of kings and the Lord somebody said the Lord the Lord the Lord the Lord somebody call Jesus 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 miracle worker promise keeper Yeshua Yeshua He's Lord. He's Lord. He's Lord. He's Lord. Lord of the YMT. Lord. After Peter, the Holy Ghost helped Peter. To make the revelation. He said blessed are you. Simon Barjona. Because flesh and blood. Didn't reveal it to you. But my father who is in heaven. The B part says and he say. You are Peter. And on this rock. I will build my church. And the gates of hell shall not prevail against it you got to understand that the the church is not built on Peter the church is built 
on the revelation that Peter spoke. But you see, Peter's name in the Greek is what you call Petros, small rocks. But Jesus is the massive builder in the Greek, which you get Petra. So you have this big rock. And we are what you call the Petras, small rocks. But if you go deeper, you begin to understand that when the little rocks come together, they form a heap. So we're supposed to come together and form a heap. Now, many times we hear this passage preached, but we don't get the understanding. He said that upon the revelation, he's going to build the church. Now, we who are Petrus must understand our assignment. It's in this text that the word church was first spoken. And by way of homiletics, you have first appearance in the text. Whatever it meant there, that's the meaning you take away and you use that meaning by way of homiletics. The problem we face is when we hear the word church, which is ecclesia, means call out ones. We think it's just calling us out of sin. So we walk in the earth as people that, oh, we just call out of sin. It's deeper than that. The word in the Greek means that you are a legislator. You are an ambassador. An ambassador is a person sent as the chief representative of his or her own government. As a citizen in the kingdom, you are a chief representative of the almighty God. You see, when you begin to understand the text that's why the bible call us salt wherever we go we bring flavor we change the course we change the atmosphere we are glory carriers he calls us light that's why people, when they're in their sins, they get uncomfortable around us because we are light bearers. He said he's building his church. But the church is confused in this epoch because we think church is just coming on a Sunday and sitting together. We think we're just going through formalities. Uh, we don't understand our assignment as a kingdom citizen. You know what I know? Because we're easily offended. If we give a big tide, we want our names to be called. We want the pastor to beg you to come to church. Run you down. Beg you, beg you. Come to church. Come to church. When you're an ambassador... You are a representative 
You are a citizen of heaven. You carry a higher calling in the earth. The world is looking to politics. What kind of politics? When you go to the Old Testament, you will begin to realize that it's the church that set the order. It's the church that changes the atmosphere of the culture and the universe. The church has not been doing a good job because we don't understand who we are and whose we are. Oh God, God of grace. We don't function as any ambassador. We function as women people that just need pastor to be patting you on the back and begging you and some of you manipulate the church you threaten the pastor with your attendance you threaten the pastor with your tithe and your offering you can't threaten me it's not my church this is not a Mackenzie enterprise Let me don't do it the way God want to do it. And see if God don't bring somebody else here. You are an ambassador. So you move in the earth like an ambassador. You legislate. You change time and season. You speak in the hemisphere and stratosphere. You can make things happen. You carry a greater grace. You carry a greater anointing. Wherever the sole of your feet touch, you gain dominion. Because you're a warrior in the kingdom. And you're not ordinary. And all you got to do a show up as a legislator as an ambassador as a kingdom citizen oh good God of grace it's not time for pity party but you got to understand if you're called to praise praise God like you're losing your mind if you are the biggest tither say God I thank you that you bless me enough oh good God of grace if you're on the finance team handle the money like an opportunity if you work with the youth know it's an opportunity to change times and season and to impart if you work with the women's ministry you've got to understand that you are under kingdom assignment if you're a part of men's ministry it's a kingdom assignment no matter where you're placed you got to understand this is an opportunity God has given you an opportunity don't take it for granted if you walk away God will even bless a donkey to carry that position oh good God of grace don't kid yourself he said upon this rock I build my church and the gates of hell I said the gates of hell the gates of hell I said the gates of hell cannot prevail against YMT he said I give you power whatever you bind on the earth that Greek word is Deo whatever you loose the Greek is Lua YMT he said I give you keys keys to the kingdom he said the gates of hell Satan kingdom can't gates of hell the gates of hell the strongest demon the wickedest demon the wickedest demon can prevail against the church of the living court he said upon this rock upon this rock I will build my church where the legislator where the ambassadors where the people where's the remnant that come yeah 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 to bring the kingdom to catapult the kingdom to move the kingdom who says I am a living sacrifice if I die like Esther if I perish let me perish if Pastor Camille die don't get sorry for me light a candle sing a sanke because I come in the earth as an ambassador 
I'm an ambassador. I am a soldier. I am a soldier. Hit on the front line. I'm a wash my wounds. I'm a stand up and contend in the kingdom for the kingdom of the Almighty God. I will give the biggest tithe. I will preach the best sermon. I will stand in my position as a faithful warrior, as a faithful ambassador. Oh, I'm on the battlefield for the Lord. I will fight until I die. I will never run away. I understand my position as a kingdom warrior, a kingdom ambassador. I am not Pastor Camille. Some of you call me Sister Camille and First Lady Camille. I'm an ambassador. And I know we got some ambassador in YNT. We got some ambassador that we say we're not going to let it die. We got some ambassador. I said, Pastor, whatever we got to do, Ribasalaba, Satan is licking us, but we're going to undergird ourselves. And we're gonna move the kingdom. I said we're gonna move the kingdom. We're gonna move the kingdom. We're gonna move the kingdom. If it means attending regularly, if it means paying your tithe, if it means loving each other, if it means forgiving everybody, but we're an ambassador. It's not about us. I am crucified with Christ. Camille has died. I'm dead. Nevertheless, I live. I stopped living long ago you can't kill me again because I died long time to self So something happened years ago and you guys all know it and I have been crucified over and over and over again I said even the kingdom of darkness understand order but the church some people chew up the pastor manipulate the pastor threaten the pastor and I say God whose side are we on so when the thing happened I already knew my assignment so it wasn't time to roll over in bed and cry every day And have a pity party because as an ambassador you're dead to self there is a conviction where you will die for the kingdom as a warrior the disciples the 12 understood it that's why some of them were sawn asunder because they understood their assignment. Stop being a wimp. Pastor didn't call your name so you stay home. What is that? Pastor overlook you, you stay home. What is that? You find fault with everything in the kingdom. If you are perfect, rise. And let's follow you because you're perfect. You are perfect. So you rise. And we will follow you. Because we misunderstood that we are an ambassador. We don't fuss over little things. The church needs to strengthen herself in this epoch. Strengthen, undergird yourself. Undergird yourself like a warrior, a Christian warrior. 
with your weapon in your right hand you need to speak over yourself and said I'm an ambassador for the king it's not even sister so and so I'm an ambassador for the king it's too deep for you you can't understand it persecuted abandoned not destroy bearing the marks of Jesus in my body I will fight for the kingdom I'll contend for the faith Because that's the church that's the church it's not the benches it's not 11 11 it's you and I every person need to understand their position in the kingdom I am saddened when people let the kingdom don't look good you can talk about my business you can talk about everything but don't talk about the church don't talk about the kingdom I get annoyed I start to tune you out long time Because I'm on the Lord's side. He said the church is his bride. Arise. Buy empty. Arise. Arise. As an ambassador for Christ, arise. Thanks for listening. Our mission here is simple. To bring you the saving love of Jesus Christ through salvation. We hope you'd subscribe and share this podcast so you can receive the latest podcast in your daily victorious Christian walk with God. We also invite you to visit our website, www.adoniministries.ca to know more about us. You can also follow us on social media to join our live services online to stay connected. Worship with us this Sunday at Adonai Ministries Toronto, located at 1111 Finch Avenue West, Unit 34, Toronto, Canada. We'd love to pray with you today. Simply call plus one six four seven eight eight two nine seven zero eight right now. We love to appreciate your financial support and donations. It keeps the ministry going. We're praying for you. Adonai Ministries, transforming lives through the kingdom of God.
<laughs> I can smile again and I don't have to worry cause it's working for me. Yeah, it's working for me. Yeah, it's working for me. Come on, sing that out, say that. I don't have to worry cause working for me. Yeah, it's working for me. It's working for me. I can hold my head up. Hey, get your confidence back. to do exceedingly abundantly above all you can ask something according to the power that worketh in us hallelujah how many believe it tonight somebody turn to your neighbor and tell your neighbor he's able tell somebody else he's able Y'all ready? Exceedingly Abundantly Above all All you could ask for According to The power He's able. He's able. 